0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is bankers have declared war on specifically Christians and America in general, but really on the whole war, or really on the whole world. And I've got so much to share with you today. I encourage you to stay to the end. I, I tried to skinny it down as much as I could, but everything I've got to bring to you today is extremely important. It has to do with your finances Everyone's finances. Okay, so the title. Bankers have declared war on Christians. Not a joke. Let me refresh your memory. July 25, 2010, Leslie had this dream. And this fits with it. I believe this dream is about to be fulfilled. In my dream, Stan and I were watching a mudslide. I believe that's a financial fall, a mudslide in progress. Some houses, meaning people's financial house, some houses had already fallen and we begin going from house to house shouting you're on the edge in other words you're not prepared okay so the first question we have to look at our own heart and say are you prepared are you prepared you are on the edge if you don't want to fall in the mudslide in other words if you don't want to fall apart financially if you don't want to fall in the mudslide you have to balance your house in other words you have to get your financial house in order and i believe that that means Rather than paying off all your credit cards, piling it up someplace so when nothing is coming in, you are still able to pay your debts. Again, this is going to make sense in just a second. Pay your debts so they don't repossess things like cars and houses and things like that, which apparently is exactly what's coming. If you don't want to fall in the mudslide, you have to balance your house. You must stop standing on the edge and hanging over. In other words, most people live paycheck to paycheck, and he's saying now's the time to lay uh, some finances to the side for the rainy day. Only a few houses remain standing. I butchered that whole paragraph, so let me go back and reread it. Stan and I were watching a mudslide in progress, and some houses had already fallen. We began going from house to house shouting, you're on the edge. If you don't want to fall in the mudslide, you have to balance your house. You must stop standing on the edge and hanging over. Only a few houses remain standing. Scene changed. We are on a boat floating in the mud. Now, I think that's saying that God has provided for Prophecy Club, and I want to also say that is going to extend to those people that support Prophecy Club. Not just watch it, but I mean actually are part of it. Okay. And the mud represents the filth of the world. There are already fish everywhere in our boat. In other words, we've already led a lot of people of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Suddenly fish, people, suddenly fish from all directions began jumping out of the mud or the world of sin into our boat, meaning they were receiving Jesus. Among them were several large fish. I was holding a a huge, unusual-looking fish which had no scales. It looked like a skinned cat. Stan asks, what is that? I replied, it's a fish, as if you can't see. Stan inquired, well... (laughs) Why is this so strange looking? I've never seen a fish like that before. I answered, this fish looks like a chicken with the skin peeled off. They have nothing to protect them now. They're jumping into the boat. In other words, now because their financial house was lost, all of their finances, all of their worldly savings were all gone, probably in a moment, literally overnight. So they have nothing to protect them now. They're jumping into the boat, meaning they're receiving Jesus, when their houses fell into the mud. The interpretation. Leslie says, I always pray that if the dream is really from the Lord, he will continue speaking to me and help me to understand its meaning. And he did. The mudslide is the financial fall in our nation, which I believe we are now stepping into, as well as others. By us going from house to house, warning the people to get balanced and off the edge, is telling us we should be prepared and for our neighbors, not just for ourselves. By warning them to, quote, get their house in balance, I'm going to say this, rather than paying off all of your debts, pay a little, but also lay up. Lay up for several months when nothing is coming in, and they're going to take your car, take your house, if you still don't make the payments. I think that's what he's saying. That's, that's the primary thing I want to get to you today. Uh, you know, you guys just send us some big donations. We started going in and paying off debts, and the Lord spoke to my heart, no. He's pay off a little, but lay up. Because there's about to be a time when several months of no income is coming in. If it's happening for Prophecy Club, it's applying to you too, especially if you're a supporter of Prophecy Club. Not just people that watch it, but people that actually give to it. By warning them to get their houses in balance in order, we should be prepared to help and win souls as many can be saved. I'm about to tell you something real important. I hope you stick with me. It is warning many, including Christians, to stop sinning and get right with Christ, but some won't make it. The strange-looking fish were non-believers. They came out of the world of sin, now choosing to follow Christ and jumping into the boat. The reason the fish looked like a skinned cat is because that is exactly what happened to them financially. In other words, they lost it all. I'm saying I'm saying here, by thus saith the Lord, there's about to be a financial fall like probably our generation has never seen. They had all their wealth, protection, cover, and life stripped away. It shows their nakedness. Their sin has been revealed to them, and now the only redemption is Christ and joining him. Now, let me tell you a story. Uh, My dad told me a story. He said his dad was actually a wealthy man. He had a large ranch with a lot of horses and a lot of cattle and also a blacksmith shop up in Raton, New Mexico. But he said in 1929... He had gone down to the bank before this happened, and he borrowed a large amount of money to expand it, and he bought a bunch of very nice breeding cattle, and was going to really expand his ranch and really do well from it. He said, but a few months after he had made the loan, got the cattle, the bank started calling notes. Now, if you want to know what really happened to start the trouble in 1929, the stock market crash, what really happened It was a banker war, and apparently, I'm saying that banker war has now started again. I hope you're getting it. It's really important. The bankers are now on attack in America. There's a war going on, and I'm going to explain that to you today. I dare say, you know, I'm not a financial guy, I'm a prophecy guy, but I dare say none of the financial guys really get it yet. They don't understand that the bankers have declared war. There is a war among bankers right now between the good guys and the bad guys. I'm about to explain that to you. So the banks started calling notes, not just on his, but all of the banks across the United States, and I don't know, maybe they're the world, but they all started calling notes. He said as a result of that, he had to go down and sell his cattle for pennies on the dollar, but that wasn't enough. The bank said, if you don't pay off the note, we're going to take your whole ranch. So he had to sell the ranch, the blacksmith shop, all of the horses, all the cattle, all of that for pennies on a dollar to be able to pay the bank back. That's what is happening now again. The forced sale of the ranch, the blacksmith shop and everything put him into the poorhouse. Now, let me go to another issue. Uh, JFK, you know who I'm talking about, is reported to have said he wanted to dismantle and crush the C <clears throat> A to small pieces. I can't even say the letters. Started he started issuing U.S. silver certificates. Now what's he doing? He's trying to remove the evil, bad bankers from power. That's, in my opinion, my humble, uninformed ill-prepared, <laughs> prophecy-student opinion. I think that's why he was taken out. Because he went to war with the bankers, and the bankers won. He started replacing U.S. silver certificates, or started replacing their whole system. I started to say the wrong word there. I've got to be really careful with my words. He started replacing their system with silver certificates, going around the evil, bad bankers. And I, I came up with a way to explain to you who I'm talking about. I'm going to give you a scripture. If you want to know who I'm talking about, look it up. Exodus 32.4. Because if I say their name, they'll take me off again. Because I'm telling you who is really the bad guys. It's not the deep state. It's not evil in high places. The name of them is in Exodus 32.4. Anyway, the good guys are now in the process of trying to remove the bad guys from the financial system again. The CBDC is actually an attempt to bring out the bad guy digital currency. This is the bad guys trying to bring out their digital currency. But the good guys are also, behind the scenes, you're not hearing this, also trying to take over. So right now there's another war. There's a war like there was in the day of JFK. Probably, we don't know it, there was a war like this in 1929. But I'm telling you, right now, there is a banker war going on. I hope you're getting it. I hope you're listening. There's a banker war. In other words, the evil bankers that have been controlling this system, the ones that said to Benjamin Fulford, we've been ruling this planet for thousands of years, we'll destroy it rather than give it up. Those people, those people are pushing, probably we are in the last days, probably we are in the tribulation, and they're pushing to put their man, the Antichrist, on the throne. And they know... They've got to take out America to get there. So what is actually happening is the good guys are trying to take over the bad guys right now. You're probably not going to hear this anyplace, and I sure can't prove it. Uh, except there is a scripture that says that... Uh, oh, let's see. How do, how's it worded? Um, Proverbs 13, says that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just... So what is really going on is the bankers have declared war on Christians in specific America in general because America is one that's holding them back from getting their man, the Antichrist, on the throne, the Ark of the Covenant. So what they're trying to do right now is bring out a CBDC, which I believe they will bring out. uh, I think it's only going to be good for about six months, so says the prophecies. And then it's going to be taken over again by the Mark of the Beast group. So what is going on right now is a banker war behind the scenes. You're probably not going to hear anybody say it. And I didn't get it from anybody. I got it from here. And from hearing various things here, there's a banker war. Trust me, there's a banker war going on right now. The bad guys are trying to bring out a digital currency, but the good guys are trying to take over right now. So in this battle of the bankers, just like in 1929... And just like with JFK, some really desperate, big, bad things are about to happen. The reason, I think that the reason the Prophecy Club is about to be in financial trouble. Remember, I I said that like three weeks ago. I thought it was going to be just the heater at the church situation, but no. And then last Thursday in my prayer closet, the Lord said, I put you in this jam because I want to bless a lot of Prophecy Club people. I'm going to lay on their heart to give. And those people that give, I'm going to bless them powerfully. I didn't understand it. I brought it forth. You guys gave. You gave a lot. Thank you very much. I get it now, though. I believe what he's saying is those people at the Prophecy Club that have been blessed and benefited and learned and following Prophecy Club, and when I lay on their hearts to give when they do give, I'm going to provide for them in the hard times. I'd like to be able to say that happens to everybody out there, but apparently not. So I also think it's important to tell you when when this money, your, your gifts started flowing in, the first thought was pay off, pay off, pay off, <laughs> pay off all the debts. And we started doing that. We paid off several of them. But then he, he, I kept praying, Lord, I don't know what to do. Show me. Show me what to do. I, I I, I don't know the right. I mean, do I pay off these things or do I just pay a little in the store up? What he's laid on my heart. As a matter of fact, that was just my bookkeeper calling. I'm about to tell her, okay, hold hold off. We, we don't want to exactly pay off all those debts. Let's pay them down substantially. But we want to put up a pile over here because what I sense in here, I can't say, thus saith the Lord, but like Leslie says, you know, if God has to talk to us audibly, it's because we weren't listening to the still small voice. If he has to give us a dream or vision or an angel visit, it's because we weren't listening to the still small voice. We're supposed to be hearing him here first. And that's what I hear in here. I hear he's telling us, no, pay off a little, but don't pay off everything. In other words, this, this money that you guys have spent sit in, lay a lot of it up, because there's about to be a dry season. There's about to be a season, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, what, what he sensed to my heart is there's about to be a time when several months will go by. I don't know if that's two. I don't know if that's six. I don't know if that's a year. I don't Several months will go by, a, a season of dryness when nothing or almost nothing will come in. And if you don't have something laid up, you're going to lose your house, Your cars, in other words, just like my dad said his dad did, lost his ranch, lost his blacksmith shop, because they just called the notes. I I guess banks can do that. They just called the notes. You have to bring us the money or we're going to repossess it. And of course, you know, they indirectly repossessed it anyway. So my suspicion, again, I, I, I can't prove this. I can just tell you, here's what he's told me in here. OK, and so this this these gifts you guys sent until right now, I'm, we're we're paying off a lot of debts. <laughs> We've already paid off a lot of them. But I, I, I just call it now. No, no, let's hold off. Let's, let's pay down a little bit, but let's store it up because I think what's happening based upon all the prophecies, everything I know, what I get in here is there's about to be a banker war. There's about to be a recall of notes. Now, let's say, for example, your bank where your car is, if they call and say, we're calling your note, you have to bring us the whole money or the car, one or the other. What? How many people would lose their cars? Well, if they did this to your house, my house, would have been in this house 20 years, I'd lose 20 years of payments because I couldn't pay them, I couldn't bring them the whole amount. That's what they did in 1929 with a lot of people. I don't know. I cannot say, thus saith the Lord, that's what's about to happen. But I'm telling you, that's what he's laying in my heart for me to do. Yes, pay down a little bit, but store a little bit too. Okay, store up for a rainy day. Nothing wrong with that. Rainy day didn't come, you still got the money. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a watchman. I'm doing my best to try to warn you. So here you go. I suggest that you have at least two weeks to two months worth of actual cash on hand. I suggest you have gasoline stored safely with the additive in there so it doesn't go bad. Alternative electrical source, which by the way, I have a couple of solar generators that I will sell to people out there. So if you want a solar generator, I've got a medium-sized one and I've got a very, very nice one. And all I did was just test them for Joseph Kitchin. So they've got almost brand new. Water source. You need to have some kind of water source. You need to have a Berkey with extra water filters. And something else I think you don't get about Joseph Kitchen. I think Joseph Kitchen was started by God to provide food for his people. Yes, we got a warehouse full of wheat and all the goodies that you need to make bread. I say we Joseph Kitchen does but I think it's better to have it within reach. Remember, there's a lot of good reasons why those trucks, those 18 wheelers might stop moving. So just because you have the money and just because Joseph Kitchen got the food for you, it does not necessarily mean you're cooking it tonight. You need to have it where you can reach it. So I suggest strongly, I hope you're listening, I hope you get it. Look, there's nothing worse than starvation. Uh, let, let, me, let me just, I just had a conversation with David Phillips, and this is what he said, and reminded me of and he's exactly right. You know, in the days of the Pharaoh and Joseph, and them storing up the wheat, and seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine, what happened was this. So the first year of the famine, the farmers planted, like they'd always been doing. They didn't know a famine was coming. Like right now, most people don't know, or they don't believe that there's a famine. But nothing came up, no water, nothing came up. So they had a little bit more. So the next year, they planted some more. It didn't come up. So now they had to take whatever they had, their gold or silver, or their lambs and their cattle, whatever they might have, they had to take them over to the Pharaoh and say, we need wheat. We're willing to trade this for our wheat. And then about the third year, they had already given up all that they had. So they, they gave up their land. Then long about the fourth year, still nothing came up. So they'd already given all of their, their sheep, all of their cattle, the deed to their land. And so they hold up the sign that says, we'll work for food. And that's the reason the wealth of all the surrounding nations around Egypt all poured into Egypt. Now, the Pharaoh's looking around and he said, look, you know, these people starve and I got to give them food. I got food. But we also got to get them busy. So I think that's where a lot of the building of the pyramids, the building of the the fancy uh, nation of Egypt and Cairo and all of those statues and all, that all happened. Because we got all these people, we got to put them to work. In other words, the last thing you sell is you. We'll work for food. That's the last when you're out of everything else. If you don't want to be in the will work for food line, and I believe that, matter of fact, Lord speak to their heart right now what they need to do to get prepared so that they don't have their cars repossessed, house repossessed, other things repossessed because the banker war comes and says, you got to pay off the note. Now, can I prove that's going to happen? No, but I'm a watchman. And so I'm telling you what he's told me to do because if he's told me to do it, He's probably telling you to do it, too. So there you go. Seven years of famine started September the 6th. I believe the bankers have declared war on Christians. As I said the other day, it's just thoughts. I think that it is a battle between the good and the bad. We may see banks close. We may also see banks start calling notes like they did in 1929. And it may be for more than just three days. It may be that they're out to repossess a lot of cars and a lot of, I mean, like through the whole pandemic thing, a lot of cars got repossessed. You think they lost money on those? No, they didn't. I believe that this new financial system is only going to run for about six months before it really turns bad. So I suggest two weeks to two months at least cash on hand, gold, silver, Berkey, EMP shield, things like that. As you recall, we've got Davis, Scholar, Warren, Coverstone all saying the dollar is going to go worthless. Um, Shane Warren said that when the Saudis or when, when Middle East starts selling oil for something other than a dollar is going to crash the dollar. That started August twenty fourth. Coverstone was told that the dollar is going to drop 30 to 50 to 66 to zero. Scholar said the same thing. Today. So we have lots of now. Let me get to the point. And I'm probably going to go long today, but you better stay with me today. This comes from Hal Turner, Radio Show dot com. April 19th. The past 10 days in consumer credit have been wild and the evidence is explicitly clear. Banks are now severely restricting consumer credit. OK, so they restrict consumer credit today. They call notes tomorrow. Does that make sense? Capital One just shut off all dealer platforms or floor plans. USA Auto Sales shut 39 de- dealerships after losing. Okay, Wells Fargo laid off all of its junior auto loan underwriters and capped future loans. It means they're not loaning money. That's the same thing that happened in 1929. That's what the bankers caused, the 1929 financial collapse. It was a banker war. We are now, I'm saying, in another banker war. I hope you're listening. I hope you're catching the warning in the wind before the missile hits. Now let's go to another article, and I may even read all of this. Comes from my friend Michael Snyder at the Most Important News. I had to find out if this was true, he says, April 19th. It appears that the crisis facing auto dealerships is far more dire dire than any of us thought. Financial institutions are starting to get extremely tight with their money and is putting extreme stress on dealers all over the nation. I think that's putting it mildly. Many of us expected that this would happen, but it seems that things are moving much faster than anyone would have anticipated. Earlier today, I came across a tweet. That absolutely floored me. It was posted by a highly respected account known as Car Dealership Guy. And it contained some rather ominous news. He says, in the past 10 days, this is the same thing I just read from the other guy. Captain One shut off dealer four plans. USA Auto Shells shut down 39 dealerships. Actually, it's now over 100 dealerships. Wells Fargo laid off its junior auto loan. Okay, so he said the same thing that Cal Turner said. Is all of this true? So he has to find out. He says, so I started digging around. Here's what I found out. It's been a weird few years for the car market. Things could get weirder still. It is reported that Twitter used car dealership guy and dealer floor plan financing business. And while I realize this might not sound like the sexiest of topics, it could have some interesting effects on the car market. In case you think of homes, when you think of the term floor plan allow me to introduce the way dealers are able to hold massive amounts of car inventory. Here's a little secret. Dealerships usually don't pay for every car on their lots, just like how consumers don't usually buy cars outright. Instead, they take advantage of the form of financing called floor plan financing. Companies that offer this sort of financing give dealers lines of credit to buy large amounts of vehicles. With an interest free period, interest free period, if a car on the dealer floor plan financing sells within that period. The dealer takes the consumer's money or the consumer's lender's money and then uses some of it to pay off the line of credit. If a car doesn't sell within that period, the dealership gets charged what was usually been a small fee since credit dealership was free for the decade. In other words, they, the, the bankers want to see the dealers sell lots of cars so they can finance them, so they help them to get them set on their lots so that they can sell them. Essentially, that's what they're saying. Now, here's the big deal. A lot of dealers simply um, will simply not be able to operate without such financing, and they're cutting off that financing. That means we're about to see car dealerships go belly up. Yes, there may be a time where you're able to buy a car briefly, for a really good price, if you can pay cash. Which brings us to the second point of the tweet. According to the official website, they have temporarily closed 39 of their dealerships. They say, oh, we're going to open again. That's essentially what they're about to say here. Hopefully, U.S. dollar sales will be able to secure another source for floor, plans, uh, floor, floor plan financing. Another major chain, American Car Center, suddenly shut down more than 40 dealerships in February, American Car Center, a Memphis-based used car dealer which suddenly closed all locations in February, has officially filed for bankruptcy. Okay, what does that mean? That means that the bank just got all of their cars, their land, their building, unless they can pay the note. I'm saying that there's a very good possibility they're about to start doing it to more than just car dealerships. What if they start doing that to homes? Now we have a bunch of homes with no one in it because the bank owns it. Isn't that what the WEF said? You'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. Isn't this a real big way for evil, extremely wealthy bankers in high places? Exodus 32.4. Isn't this a way for them to get ownership of our homes, our businesses, Basically, the whole nation. I'm telling you there's a bank of war started. Sadly, this is probably just the beginning. A lot more dealerships are likely to go belly up as we get deeper into this economic downturn. As the economic conditions deteriorate, financial institutions are likely to get even tighter with their money, which brings us to Wells Fargo. Apparently, the bank really is giving the axe to all junior auto underwriting staff. Wells Fargo laying off all junior auto riding staff, and as of 427, any auto loans greater than 110% loan to value and 15% payment to income will be declined. In other words, they're getting rid of all of the questionable loans questionable dealerships, questionable homes, questionable businesses. You see where it's going? For more than a decade, the U.S. economy operated in the environment in which money was flowing like wine. It was really easy for everybody to get credit. But now even officials in the biggest banks in America are openly admitting that a credit crunch has begun. I hope you're getting it. A credit crunch. War. We're in a banker war. The credit crunch stemming from the fallout of Silicon Bank is not that. It's, no, and Silicon Bank didn't happen by accident. These guys are an on-purpose, well-planned-out in advance, years in advance. In a note on Sunday, the Morgan Stanley CIO said, the last two weeks have shown the deepest decline in lending. on unre- Okay, it's not that people are not putting enough in the banks. The bankers have the money. It's that they are in the process of taking your cars, your houses, your businesses, because they want to own everything. Again, you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. Does that make sense? There's no possible way to spend the deepest decline in lending on record to make it sound good. Our economy runs on mortgages, auto loans, credit cards. And so a dramatic reduction in lending will inevitably lead to a dramatic reduction in economic activity. I'm telling you, bankers have declared war and they're about to start repossessing everything they can get their hands on. A lot of people are comparing this new crisis to what we went through in 2008-2009. I'm comparing it to 1929. What happened in 2008-2009 is nothing. I'm saying 29 is in the process of repeating. Unfortunately, I'm entirely convinced that this new crisis will eventually greatly surpass what we experienced during the Great Recession. I'm saying it's another Great Depression has arrived because the bankers have declared war on Christians in specific America in general. So I would encourage you to do whatever you need to do to get ready for harsh economic times, and I'm saying the same thing, my brothers and sisters. First, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Ask Jesus to come into your heart be your God. Pray and ask the Lord. Show you, what do I do to get prepared? And keep praying it. Keep praying it. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online, cornerstoneassetmetals.com or call them at 888-747-3309. 888-747-3309. Leslie Johnson had a prophecy back in 2011. She says, The Lord says there's going to be something put into the water supply in many cities of the nation. People will begin to get sick, some will die. Get a good, reliable water filter. You will not be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. You must get something to filter the water you are going to need. That's back in 2011. So if you want it, we suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here where it says Berkey's. This is what it looks like. Currently, all Berkey's are in stock. The one I have is this guy right here. It's the Crown. It has eight filters. I recommend you get as much as you can afford and also recommend you get some extra filters That's at prophecyclub.com. Next is, I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel it off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car and the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase or a nuclear device goes off this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days you couldn't possibly replace them all throw the car away so empshield.com promo code PROPHECY